movie fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Uncharted Media Podcast. This is episode 164, so the Super Bowl was this past weekend, and you know what that means? Trailers galore. Well, it used to mean trailers galore, so we're going to talk about the trailers that came out around Super Bowl weekend, because there's a lot of trailers that drop around the time of the Super Bowl, but not necessarily during the Super Bowl, so companies could save a buck because they're starting to wonder if $7 million is worth it. So we've got a lot of trailers, some good, some confusing, not any that are truly bad, but some are really, really special, and I'm looking forward to talking about those. Um, Josh, how was your experience with the Super Bowl this year? Uh, I had to watch it from a kitchen window because I was working most of it, uh, <laughs> which is uh, oddly not as busy as well, as I thought it was going to be. I mean, I, we thought we were going to get a bunch of to-go orders, and that was yeah, that's kind of what case. I would figure. Yeah, no, it, a lot of people either either dining in or yeah, it was just it was interesting to say the least. Um, but yeah, lots of really cool trailers. I watched a lot of them kind of after the fact. Uh, and some of the, yeah, like you said, some of these uh, came around, like came out on the weekend because like stuff like Sonic, Sonic, uh, Dominion uh, and D- DC Heroes, I think, kind of came <clears throat> came out, out during that weekend. But yeah, DC Heroes is primarily because DC like doesn't like to spend the money. There's a couple companies that like don't spend the money on the trailers and haven't like Sony mm-hmm. didn't think we were getting a trailer for anything. Um Warner Brothers, but they still surprised us. Um, I thought this year's Super Bowl was okay. Like, nothing special, but it was fine. I think people hyped it up so much that they're like, oh, it's going to be an instant classic. And it was solid football. Up until the end, there really wasn't a whole lot of flags thrown, but it was mm-hmm. an okay game. Like, I don't really remember any of the commercials, unfortunately. The commercials kind of suck this year. Trailers, except for one big one. Not mm-hmm. really the biggest showing for trailers this year, but that one that did turn out. Oh, boy. Also, dear Dude. God, do I have to keep watching commercials for crypto? Like, the only crypto I want to see, surprisingly, <laughs> didn't get a trailer this year. I was expecting a DC Super Pets trailer. That's the only crypto I'm interested in. But... That's... I'm... Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. No, it is it is weird. I'm, I'm with you on that, though. Uh, I personally was going for Rams just because I wanted... I think after all those years in Detroit... Uh, I think Matt Stafford deserved <laughs> deserved to have a win because <laughs> poor I was, guy. I was totally fine with either team. I was totally fine with either team. No, I mean, There's yeah, pros and cons to both sides of like Matthew Stafford was more or less the perennial loser, so to speak. Uh, but at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, the Bengals are the Bungles. Like we've known them to suck for so many years. But on the flip side of the flip side, Von Miller joined the Rams after the season, and he was great for my Broncos. And I've always liked Von Miller, and always want to see him succeed. There was no losers except for, yeah, I don't know, the refs. <laughs> Poor guys. Yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff that dropped. Um, outside of the Super Bowl, did you watch anything this week? I did. I only watched one new thing, but that's okay. Um. I don't know why, but I got in the mood of like, okay, I want to make sure I knock off at least one of these like Academy Award nominated movies. And so I put mm. on The Eyes of Tammy Faye starring Jessica mm. Chastain and Andrew Garfield. There are some good performances in this movie. Um, 
but it feels like scenes are just kind of strung together. Like, I get what the story's trying to go for of, like, the the life of Tammy Faye. But when you try and encompass a whole life, you're going to be going through it really, really fast. And it was hard to pick, like, central themes or, like, what the overall narrative was when we'll spend a little bit of time here oh nope now we got to fast forward to four or five years in the future and then we'll fast forward to two or three years in the future i'm just going uh, okay also like jessica chastain is a fantastic actress i don't know personally if i was the committee if i would have nominated for this she's great in it but like i don't know if like she's one of the five best performances of the year so to speak because that's essentially what it means is if you're nominated the academy thinks you're one of the best performances of the year i don't know if i'd go that far uh same with andrew garfield i've seen andrew garfield be great but it's the right call to nominate him for tick tick boom over this movie i'll say i'll say that because he's phenomenal tick tick boom this it, he's still a phenomenal actor. It's just I don't think this role was as strong for him. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I can feel that. Uh, I also, I, I outside of a you know keeping up with Peacemaker, which is so some good, really, really good places. Like I'm excited about Peacemaker, which is not like I think when the show started and you and I were both like, well, I don't know if it's a masterpiece. I still don't think it's a masterpiece. But gosh, dang, is no, it a not good a masterpiece? Show. But that's good television yeah and the uh demon slayer finale quote-unquote finale was this week and that was it was a thing that happened um i I say that because the it's like (laughs) i understand a little bit because like the episode before that before it was like hardcore action-packed because it's like the end of the the main fight and then they have to kind of wrap it up in 30 minutes. So it's like, okay, I, I feel you. I understand. Okay, cool. Um, but that was cool. I also kind of took a page out of your book this past week and tried to watch one of those Academy uh, Award Best Picture movies uh, in um, – oh, jeez. I almost forgot about it until you, until you said something that said you, know, you were watching a movie. Uh, the Power of the Dog with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, yes um did i ever text you my opinion of this yes i i believe so very very briefly but elaborate god dude I... all right like i'm gonna spoil it because i don't understand okay that's wrong i know why this is on the academy award list but i don't think it's worth it so basically what what happens is um You've got, you know, some brothers that own a ranch. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays one of the brothers. He's kind of an aggressive, like, kind of a big jerk the entire, like, that's saying it kindly. He's he's a jerk the entire film. Um, and you're kind of introduced to this mom and son. The mom, they, like, they just lost, you know, the husband or whatever. And it's never quite clearly stated until like later in the movie, like that he hung himself and like he was a massive alcoholic and stuff. And there, at no point do they hint that he abused his the the mom or anything like that. But then um, they kind of it's like very slow, very boring. Um, there's a lot of good acting happening, but nothing happening. 
uh like for instance there's a there's a scene over by hay bale that uh the beat and phil are the son the son and the jerk rancher are having a conversation like what seems like on paper with what their conversation is is a very pleasant conversation it feels like hey like these guys are bonding a little bit though this is cool i kind of like this but like the music is uneasy and weird and you're like i am confused as to what i'm supposed to be feeling here and then at the end they throw a little bit of a broke back mountain angle uh not really out of nowhere it's kind of there but it's a little weird because of the age difference and then pete poisons phil because he was a jerk to his mom and kills him in a very mysterious circumstance and the movie kind of ends with this like illusion that it's like alluding to the fact that pete <sighs> kills any man that treats his mom badly so norman bates <sighs> Like at one point he's like dissecting a rabbit, and was the like, rabbit trying to populate with his mom? No, he just caught a rabbit and dissected it. Makes me think. You saying that makes me think uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> when he's like, dude, it's just the bird. Like I like really like deep and you know really like movies that do take themselves seriously. Like Hot there, Rod. I think there's. <laughs> Okay, no, Hot Rod <laughs> knows what it is and doesn't try to do anything I know, else. I know. <laughs> but then you have movies like The Power of the Dog, where uh, it takes itself too seriously, legitimately has like like a gay storyline, which I have no issue with. I just don't like that it was the way that it was done was in this like half-hearted, like, hey, this is a thing that cowboys kind of did under the table kind of thing. And it was like... Okay, I don't know. Phrasing. Okay, yeah, no, phrasing was intentional. It was, uh, I just, <laughs> it was super weird. And then they try to like, the name comes from like a Bible verse that Pete reads at the end for no reason, even though he hasn't picked up a Bible the entire movie. It's just so weird. It was such a weird experience. And it, it almost makes me not want to check out the other movies on the Academy Award list because it's just, it was not it was uh, it was not for me but i don't know if it'd be for anybody anyway well let's get into some rather bizarre news shall we absolutely our first news topic today is honestly one of the most bizarre and strange that i feel like we've talked about in a while just because it's like one of those legally what's happening here type of things so <laughs> The Marvel Netflix shows like Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, The Defenders, that other one with the guy in yellow and green, we don't justify with a name, are leaving Netflix at the end of February. And the world collectively together went, and Tim the Toolman Taylor fashion, and I'm going, but why? And also, how and also is there legal precedent for this like it's not one of those situations where disney buys fox and now they can use the fox characters however they want this is more of like a licensing agreement of netflix used with marvel's permission use these characters and financed it themselves 
they made it themselves, these shows, I would think, belong to Netflix. I didn't think these were the type of shows that could leave Netflix. I am very confused, but at the same time, again, this might be getting uh, putting the cart way in front of the horse, but this also could be the first signs of Disney being more serious about putting adult content on Disney Plus because they've flirted with the idea before and they've done it internationally. Um, in some of the foreign markets, they have like hybrids to where you can watch Family Guy on Disney Plus, to which I'm just going. Weird. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I'm just very confused <laughs> legally. That's so weird. That, that, like literally having a show on your net, on your streaming service that literally makes fun of you. Like, well, they in, have The Simpsons. I mean, I know, but like, like Family Guy on multiple occasions. Oh yeah. Pokes major fun at Disney. So oh, like, yeah. that would that's so weird. When that's Peter so needs an me. accountant. Yeah. Mm-mm. Or when they travel to different dimensions and different cartoon styles. Yeah, they go to Snow White. Man. But yeah, I agree. This is weird. It's it's so weird. I don't understand because like, like you said, can't these shows leave? Because these are Netflix shows, I would think. Uh, I I think it's all it's it, it's going to be weird because if they leave, then begs the question: Okay, are they going to Disney Plus? Because if they're not, so do these shows just cease to exist? Check out because this it's Netflix not... show on Hulu. Yeah, that's weird. That actually, what if they start doing that? Because it's obvious you and I have discussed this often. Uh, that Netflix is has been in the need of uh, the cash, the money, the mm. moolah, uh, the Shane McMahon. <laughs> Shane McMahon. No, 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 no. We just discontinued the Shane McMahon after the Royal Rumble booking, don't you know? Because um, you know, somehow it's all his fault. Even though he has twenty yeah. plus years of having a good locker room reputation, that somehow goes to crap in one night. It's almost like he's the scapegoat for bad booking, but. What do no I know? Way. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not buying but those not like, sheets either. <laughs> it's not like Vince McMahon. Yeah, no, no, we're not going down that. that it's that not like Vince hole. hates his own kids. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not like he's getting ready to sell the company or anything like that. Um, Funny you should say that though. Funny you oh? should bring up WWE selling because watch, we're gonna bring this back around. Actually, follow Woo! this weird train of thought. Peacock currently airs all WWE Network. NBC Universal also currently has a partial stake in Hulu, which some reports are going around that NBC Universal is very strongly considering pulling their content from Hulu and pulling their ownership out of Hulu and putting all their content into Peacock and going all in, which would allow Disney 100% ownership of Hulu. Wow. A WWE side tangent actually plays into this because peacock mark my words peacock will buy wwe i think they're pulling out of the hulu game which leaves a void for disney to go all right we already own 70 percent of this let's just get that other 30 percent in our pocket and let's just hulu this up right now that way anything above a pg-13 we could just slap on hulu make it the stars of disney or the hbo of disney I don't hate it. 
Um, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't hate it. it. It wouldn't be the worst idea. Disney does need some more like, quote-unquote adult content. Um, but to bring it back all the way to Netflix, uh, I do see... I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they start... I want to say loaning? Or I don't know what the term is here. Loaning out their, pro, their programming to other streaming companies in order to help kind of pay the bills. It's not, it's not a terrible idea. They've got a lot of good, pretty good shows that, that could go make the rounds stuff like altered carbon could probably do really, really well on HBO max. If they ever like, Hey, the, uh, you know, like that is totally a kind of show that would be on HBO max um, stuff like that. You, I, I, I could totally see that kind of stuff kind of making the rounds. And I don't hate that idea. Uh, the, the issue I think that, we will run into, and this is, I think this is always the issue with streaming um, products is because the DVD is kind of gone, DVD and Blu-ray is kind of gone the way of the Dodo. uh, If Netflix completely drops these shows, there's going to be, it's going to be like, it literally will be like these shows do not exist at all, period, ever, unless they want to start selling box sets, which is not a terrible idea. But no. like, I, well, that's also, all I think I can think of. We're kind of getting into this isn't a full news topic, but we can lump it in here. I feel like we're also kind of getting to the point where some properties are shareable in that mm-hmm. uh, we're getting a new Blade Runner TV series called Blade Runner 2099 set 50 years after the movie that just bombed. But it's going to be made by Amazon not Warner Brothers and HBO Max, who, you know, made the movie, but Ridley Scott is still going to be on as producer. I don't know if Danny Villeneuve will be back. He might still be preoccupied with Dune for the foreseeable future. But I'm going, you own this property here, HBO Max. Why aren't you the ones making the show? Or we've talked ad nauseum about what the heck is a harry potter situation i feel like harry potter is the biggest shared franchise right now of one month that's on peacock and one month that's on um hbo max hbo max which why does peacock have any rights to mm-hmm. harry potter at all like yes it has the theme park rights but film wise that's warner brothers property like universal didn't produce any harry potters they didn't fund any of it they i feel like they might have been in the bidding war at one point when the movies were first being made but i feel like content is not as concretely locked down to specific platforms anymore i mean maybe certain ips like marvel is never leaving disney for the foreseeable future they're gonna milk that cash cow but it's just weird of like things that you thought were concrete death taxes and the marvel netflix will never cross over with the mcu but now that's a more possibility now that Matt Murdock is in the MCU. And is this a bigger sign of that? Now that this is leaving Netflix that Disney can go, okay, we want you to not have these shows anymore. That way, when we introduce these characters in the MCU, they'll come to our streaming service for future stuff, not yours. Because there's been talk of, and I don't believe it, but there's still been talk of it, that the upcoming Echo series on Disney Plus is secretly a Daredevil show. And I'm going, that's underhanded, but not uh, not out of the question for current era Disney of, 
okay, we want you to take this show off. We'll pay you to not have the show anymore. That way, when we introduce these characters on our own time, mm-hmm. we're we're in complete control because that's kind of been Kevin Feige's M.O. Which I don't hate. I just think, like, at least, like, season seasons one, two, and maybe three of Daredevil and, like, season one and two of, of Punisher. I would love to have those on, like a like, a Blu-ray box set. But, like, just because, again, I, and maybe this is, like, the, the kid that grew up on the internet in me, like, I don't want to lose that kind of history. Because it, those still have a big, especially the Punisher show, has a big kind of impact on comic book shows and, and, and superheroes actually being allowed to be as realistic as the 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 material will allow them so i just as um, that makes complete sense absolutely echo would be an interesting uh surname if they if they kind of were like ha yeah it's actually a daredevil show but because he doesn't really well echoes the character but still but yeah but still that's weird um but yeah i don't yeah i don't know man it's I, I thought it was weird in general to bring, and I, I think I've said this multiple times, it's weird to get Matt Murdock shit just popping in on No Way Home the way that he did. And then also, and we've had that, we've said, like, so who else is is, is in existence? Everyone but Iron Fist. <laughs> Does this mean that the shows happened? What is, what what's canon here? Yeah, it, it's confusing. It's weird. Speaking of weird, uh, <laughs> we have casting for the Craven the Hunter movie. Uh, and I would not have guessed this one. Russell Crowe has been added to the Aaron Taylor Johnson Craven the Hunter spinoff movie. First of all, wow, apparently that's a that's not just an elaborate prank. They're actually making this movie. Whether it's a good idea or not, I don't know. Unless we eventually are not going for a Craven versus Spider-Man story and instead going for Craven versus Venom. And it's um Craven's last hunt with Venom, basically. Of he mm-hmm. kills Eddie he kills Eddie Brock, or presumes Eddie Brock dead, and you get that famous shot of him crawling out of the of the tomb of the of the grave, and it's Eddie and the symbiote instead of Spider-Man. I think that's a fun matchup. My first thought is, okay, this has to be, he has to be playing Craven's dad, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they just saw Man of Steel and go, oh, he can play a half-interested father figure that's kind of doesn't want to be here emotionally. Um, let's just have mm-hmm. him like Craven, because I like Man of Steel. The more I watch it, the less I'm convinced Russell Crowe actually wanted to be there. <laughs> Granted, there's a long history of actors playing Jor-El in Superman movies not giving two craps looking at you. Uh, the original, oh, what's his face? Uh, Marlon Brando, who had to have his script written on Superman's diaper. Oy. Um, but he's clearly playing Craven's dad, right? Like, I, he better not be getting physical for this role, because... No offense to the man. He's a phenomenal actor. He's not in the shape that he once was. You do you, man. Live the life you want to. But he's not in phys- proper physique to be anything other than a father figure. Um, and lately, 
comic book movies have done a really interesting job with father figures. Look at Peacemaker and the White Dragon. Like, that's a really cool dynamic that maybe we can kind of take some of that dynamic of I hated my father and bring that into Craven the Hunter. And maybe if I have finally nabbed the big prize, he'll finally be proud of me or something like that. Um, I can see that. Yeah. I still can't believe this thing is actually happening. This is just weird, man. <laughs> I, I think as long as uh, Aaron, Aaron doesn't have to do a terrible Russian accent. I think oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and as long as yeah, Russell Crowe and as long as Russell Crowe doesn't have to sing. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to take Russell Crowe's character from Nice Guys and make him a trainer for Craven. And I instantly love that. I think that's a, that's a good... I, I I don't know about father, but maybe father-esque figure in that he trains Craven to fight. He trains him to to hunt. Um, I can totally see, see that being the thing that he does. Um, the thing that I'm always curious, and I'm curious about this for, for Morpheus, Morbius as well, um, who how you can have an antagonist when your antagonist is your main character of the film i doesn't i don't unless you're gonna say all of these villains are actually anti-heroes see all of them green Excuse goblin me. is secretly just an anti-hero that's misunderstood because gwen said no <laughs> black adam is uh is uh just a uh an anti-hero he's not we'll talk about guy. black adam later mm, yes i have bones to pick but yeah, it's and uh, he, he has fine. bones of yours to crush. <laughs> Look at me. My name's Nathan. I'm super cool. <laughs> I got super jokes. sassy. I'm super sassy. <laughs> it's like you know, we're doing this on Valentine's Day or something, man. Why are you so sassy? Which uh, I mean, this, no, episode, yeah, man. this episode is still going to release on our normal day of Wednesdays, but we're filming this Monday night. God, I hope there's no important news that drops on Tuesday. But knowing our luck, they'll be like, oh, hey. <laughs> We've officially casted the Nightwing in the Batgirl movie, or Henry Cavill is confirmed to be back in Black Adam, and I'll just text Josh just... And God said, I hate you, Alfalfa. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, knowing our luck, there have been, and I know that we never put any stock in, in set photos, but there's been some stuff come out of the back, uh, the Batgirl Yes, I've uh, seen them. Set. Which, and no one's talking about the fact that that's all... a different Batsuit. Yeah, that's uh, they're also super blurry, so you can't really tell. I don't know, eh. dude. But like, eh. when it comes to this, I Russell Crowe's a good actor. I'm down for whatever. Yeah, anything to make Aaron better. <laughs> yeah, I like. I, I don't dislike Aaron Taylor Johnson, but at the same time. He's never very high on my fan cast wish list for just about anything like people will be like well he was fine as quicksilver and no i thought he was one of the worst parts of age of ultron and there's a lot of things i don't like about age of ultron but quicksilver's yeah. definitely pretty high on the list of things that just don't work and also i don't hate 2014's godzilla but i hate him in 2014's godzilla i know some people are like it's you don't need to care about the human characters and uh, Godzilla movie you're just there for the action and monster destruction it helps to care about the destruction more if you care about the human characters you don't need it granted he's better than Matthew that's a lot of fish Broderick but 
not great either way. It, it was I, also pretty it, weird to see him play uh, across. Um, oh, geez, what's her name? Olsen. Yeah, um, and then in the very next brother year, and sister, and then and then they're, they're married, and then a different movie like that was, within a year and those apart. Came, yeah, they came out with a few months of a part of each other, so that was. A little weird, to say the least. Hey, remember that time that Days of Future Past and Age of Ultron were coming out at around the same time, and we all crapped on Evan Peters Quicksilver and thought he was going to be the crappy one because of his design? And then we saw that scene in Days of Future Past, and we're like, oh, cool, what's the MCU going to do? Oh, they're just going to kill him. He's a Hawkeye shield. Okay. (laughs) He's literally Hawkeye's plot armor. Yeah, he literally is. And we got to make a show, an okay show with him later. Hey, hey, we got to hey. keep him around. More than okay. It's I said pro- what I said. No, I it said is the what best, I said. It is the best of the Disney Plus Marvel shows so far. What's better? Nope. There's uh, no- Falcon and Winter Soldier. See, I think it drags in the middle. Well, that's fine, but Hawkeye drags the whole way. Yeah, it'll drag you along the concrete if you disparage the name anymore. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll agree to disagree on this one. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> and in more random news of the week, let's just buy more random crap. And by that, I mean the Lord of the Rings film and gaming rights? Who who missed the paperwork on this one? Why is this not a bigger news topic that I don't see enough people talking about? Um... The film and gaming rights for Lord of the Rings are up for sale, apparently? Like, I know some people are more looking at this from the gaming side of just like, oh, cool, someone can make more Lord of the Rings games. I'm going, that's fine. Return of the King was fun enough, and the Mordor games were fun enough, but why aren't more people talking about this? Like, this feels like we talk about WWE occasionally. It feels like those times that WWE wrestlers got released and no one apparently was paying attention to contracts and people just either left or didn't realize it was a 30 day, no compete instead of a 90 day, no compete. So you have Malachi black just randomly showing up for another company 60 days early. This feels like one of those situations of, okay, who in HR is getting fired? Cause or payroll. Cause Warner brothers, this is an asset. Warner brothers, a new line. This is probably an asset you probably want to hold on to. Like, before Amazon, because if anybody's going to buy these, it's going to be Amazon, because Amazon's making the new show, which we'll talk about the trailer that dropped for it. Mm. Um, I said what I said. Um, this is a very lucrative franchise that is up for sale. Like... I would think you want to keep a hold of that HBO Max, considering, like, it's one of the few that doesn't leave your streaming service every couple months just to come back a few months after that. Um, (laughs) Josh, what do you see as the immediate and the long-term future of Lord of the Rings? Um, video games. I, I, I think after this show, I mean, they could always just tell new stories i guess in film and stuff but but i want to see the cimmerillion no you don't no no you don't don't. (laughs) i'm telling you you don't you you really don't um (laughs) that's like saying that's like saying i want the bible turned into a movie and just the book of leviticus uh, mm, cringe (laughs) leviticus Um, are numbers (laughs) 
just just the boring analytical stuff it's it's six episodes six it's... episodes 45 minutes long of just like a guy in a chair like <laughs> explaining like the family trees and like it's the vegas sense vegas vegas sense they get wallace sean from princess bride inconceivable <laughs> anyway that uh, was totally left yeah <laughs> Um, the thing that I can see is the future. And I think games are, are in, I'm, I'm probably more biased than anybody when it comes to, to video games, but I'm thinking when I think I see Lord of the Rings gaming rights up for sale, my first thought is, all right, Mordor was a, uh, ended up kind of being like an MMO experience as opposed to a single player or, or something like that. How cool would it be? Pretty cool to have like a have like a screw you, have like a Jedi Order. Uh, Je- uh, oh my gosh! Fallen Order, Star Wars Fallen Order type game, but with Lord of the Rings. I I don't know exactly how like what characters you vote. Make up a character. Make up a completely new story. Do something in the world post uh, Return of the King. Because just because the you know Sauron is dead doesn't mean that there's not evil in the world anymore. Like th- there could be so- there's a lot of opportunity I think to tell new stories. I I, I think if you're going to it almost has to be post um, post Return of the King. I think if you go backwards anymore, you're just going to get into the great content that is the Silmarillion, and it just yeah, whatever. I feel like we've really have gotten a lot of stuff either in the main Lord of the Rings and Hobbit era, or we're going to be exploring the stuff before with the new show. But I feel like mm-hmm. there's already kind of established lore. I'm kind of with you of set it after return of the King. Um, maybe see what the, the dwarves and the elves are doing now. Um, see, see the reign of Aragorn actually lived out. See how good of a King he was. I would play a game even if it's just Aragorn doing his daily chores in Gondor. That's all I need because Aragorn <laughs> is literally film perfection and I don't I don't care. It's just him trimming the little tree on the top of the of the mountain. Uh-oh. Okay. Stay with me here. Um I haven't this this is not a fully formed thought as most of mine mine are. Uh but uh let's I think this works for game or for for a show. Okay. Let's say, because Sam had like a billion kids, um, he has like age or something like that. But let's say take one of his kids, and he Roman he decides, I don't want to chill in the Shire. I want to go on an adventure like my dad and my uncle Frodo. Not really uncle, but you know, you know, you, you get the you get the vibe. Um, I want to go on an adventure like them, and so. Sam's like, yeah, go for it, my dude. Here, I've, I'm going to give you a guide, and they're going to go take take you to see one of the coolest people people I know, and takes him to um, Aragorn, and we get to experience the future, you know, several years in the future of the world we left from Return of the King from a new set of eyes that has never seen this before. So we get to have like this new adventure in this world that we've been that we've already lived in it's just it just would be really really cool to see because i'm um, obviously we know frodo leaves eventually he dies um, the, all the elves yes more or less i think 
if I remember right, the elves leave too, uh, don't they? The, all the elves leave at some point, except for I think, Legolas. Yeah, I don't think Legolas, it says anything. Legolas and Gimli like go around basically they as stay. as like public relations guys to try and rebuild the friendship between dwarves and elves. Yeah, yeah, but I think eventually all of the elves fade go off into the gray. Um, it'd be interesting to see. We've already gotten a dwarves dwarven story with uh, the Hobbit, and it looks as like we're as... getting an elven story. It does, and honestly, and we'll get to it. But there's some some cool that. While I do have an opinion of the trailer, there's some cool stuff that that it it does show. Um, but yeah, I I think I'm more of the mind of whoever buys this up, if it's not Amazon somehow. Um, I, I I see this going hopefully to more towards the future it would be interesting to see how the world would look and this is like get me just wish list if the elves if ended up staying and you still have all of these magical creatures and you still have the dwarves it would be interesting to see if you took like the lord of the rings and put it in a like a futuristic sci-fi world. Well, I, I, I'm going to take that back because that's literally bright. Oh, uh, that that Will Smith. Yeah, movie. I remember bright. I remember all Joel yeah. Edgerton movies. I don't know. I, I think I don't know. There, there's some stuff you could do that could be a lot of fun. You just got to be pretty creative about it, I guess. The only way I would want to follow uh sam's daughter or son going on adventure to see aragorn is if the person guiding them the tour guide the person that's leading the expedition is either mary or pippin or both or just one of them and the other one's dead oh no wait 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 wait, wait. Okay, okay 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 i'm building this we're building this we're we're we're, we're, we're spitballing here right all right so, so let's just you know let's 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 pretend like most of Sam's kids find uh, Mary and Pippin to be, they're not repulsive, but like they're the crazy uncles. Like they don't, we don't really kind of are. They kind of are. We don't really want to hang out with them, but you can't the son or daughter. Us. Yeah. Yeah. The son or daughter finds them to be like the most interesting people on the face of the planet and hangs out with them all the time. And, and maybe Sam kind of doesn't tell his kids about the adventure other than and focuses more on frodo he's like yeah like frodo your uncle went and saved the save the world he wrote a freaking book shh don't worry about it uh maybe the maybe the hobbits can't read um <laughs> i don't know uh again spitballing here right um but mary and pippin are are the his like the the kids motivation to go out and, to, and explore the world outside the shire I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Either that, or it's just like a forty-five minute film of of Walking. Sam's kids sm smoking <laughs> with the Marion Pippin. <laughs> so, this last news topic should be good news. Should be, but it's kind of bizarre. At least how I'm interpreting it. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series hitting Disney Plus, is finally coming, and it has a set release date, and it's the biggest botch Disney could have done. So, Obi-Wan Kenobi, not called K 
Kenobi anymore. I could have sworn the show was just called Kenobi, but adding the Obi-Wan makes no difference to me. We'll be dropping May 25th only on Disney+, Plus, which is a Wednesday. I understand that. But you know what else is a Wednesday this year? May 4th! What the heck, guys? <laughs> it is right there! It's right there! In the words of Mushu, it is right there! He was three feet in front of you! Like, how? And I know some people are like, well, actually, the A New Hope came out May 25th, 1977. No one knows about that in casual conversation. Star Wars diehards know that. Cool. May the 4th is perfect. I know it's the hallmark of Star Wars celebrations, of it's just there to sell toys and make fake announcements that never actually end up happening. But come on. I know some people will be like, well, it probably would have crossed over with Moon Knight. Disney Plus, you're allowed to air more than one new thing per day. Like, nah, nah, that's, nah, my nah, issue. Nah, that's, that's one of my biggest issues with Disney Plus is they like drip feed new content. They're like, oh, 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 you almost had something new there. But you got to be patient. You got to wait for this thing to be done. Well, I don't like this thing. Can I just get the other thing now? Nah, man. We're going to make you like this thing. You like Boba Fett? No, not really. Well, what if we throw Grogu, Luke Skywalker, and Cat Bane? I mean, that's a little better. But what about Boba Fett? You said you didn't like him. Oh, um. <laughs> huh? What about Moon We're Knight? Just gonna... <laughs> In, a... In our efforts to make Book of Boba Fett a better show... We've now made the past two seasons of Mandalorian feel like it didn't matter because Grogu ends up with Mando anyway. Spoilers. But like, okay, so? But yeah, so <laughs> like, this is oh. this is coming not on May the 4th, but May 25th. I, I get that it's also Star Wars Day, but more people celebrate May the 4th than May 25th. Like, it's not even an anniversary for A New Hope. If it was like the 40th anniversary... Mm, it's the 45th anniversary, but 45 isn't special. Yeah. Like, 40 special, 50 special. Like, 45 is it's an accomplishment, but May the 4th would have been perfect, you idiots. But also, <laughs> they showed this poster on, like, Thursday. And maybe it's just me getting my hopes up, but them releasing the poster before the Super Bowl, but not showing anything at the Super Bowl was a huge mistake. Either you show this poster after the Super Bowl so you don't set that false expectation or just say it's not going to be there. I felt like them releasing this a few days before the Super Bowl, like, oh, cool. We don't have a lot of confirmed trailers. This would just make sense. Just a little teaser to get people hyped up because we've gotten Star Wars related teasers at the Super Bowl before. We've gotten mm -hmm. hints to stuff in the past. It's far enough out that you can just show a little tease. Just have the sand dunes of Tatooine. And all of a sudden, you see from the back someone walking up a hill. The robe moves from his side. He's holding Anakin's lightsaber. Uh, a more elegant weapon for a more civilized age. With Ewan McGregor saying that line, cut to black. Kenobi drops May 25th on Disney+. Plus. That's it. Or... Just have him slowly saunter up into the dunes, stand right in front of the camera, Wes Anderson style. Hello there. That's it. Cut to black. Anything. <laughs> but the fact that you showed this poster and then did nothing with it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you for that. 
I, I do think it's a it's a blunder not to drop it on May the fourth. Um, I understand the. F- God, I'm I, maybe I'm giving them graces. Maybe I'm not as I'm waiting for a trailer to be hi- uh, to be hyped for this show because um, I don't know what we're doing. Um, but forty five, sure, I guess the the forty five years anniversary of. A new hope, whatever. But if you have um, to I explain the, the connection, if you have to explain the connection, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I'm with you. the The thing that definitely makes no sense is the dropping of the poster and then not even a teaser. Um, that's kind of weird. I'm not going to be like, how, how dare you? Because like, you know, maybe I know that a reason. again, it's the drip feeding but, thing though. They're like, you got a trailer yeah, for Moon Knight. Yeah. You got to get through Moon Knight before you get through this. I'm like, but the the thing is, Moon Knight is. Marvel, and this is Star Wars. You can advertise two big properties at the same time. It's not going to eat into each other's market. It's all going in the same place. Like, you're allowed to advertise the thing. That's also something I'm just now noticing is Disney Plus very rarely shows trailers for the show that they have next until the one that before is done. Like, we didn't get a whole lot of Boba material while Hawkeye was airing, only like directly right before it was done. Like, I don't know why, but they're so like, all right, here's the thing. Then here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like sectioned off their new content. I'm just like, just, mm-hmm. just stop. You're still better than Netflix, who just kind of dumps it and says, good luck finding it. But talking on the poster itself, it's not bad. It's not great. It's not bad, though. Like, I have to actually look at it to go, is that you, McGregor? Or is that just a stand-in? Is that Jesus? Close enough, because it's, it's you and McGregor. Just put, like, The Last Temptation of Christ or something on the bottom instead. That's and literally... It's... <clears throat> <We're>, uh, <laughs> it's not like one of us got 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 rickrolled by a, a fan-made trailer that involved The Last Temptation of Christ for this movie, for this show. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't me. Yeah, no, it wasn't me. Uh, uh, I was like, I just, bro, I literally was like, why does Obi-Wan have a turban? I don't understand. <laughs> like, oh, dude, it was bad. It was really bad. Uh, anyway, yeah, the, tra- the poster's fine. It, 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 okay. Sure. When we, when uh, we eventually it, get. It feels like they're hiding a lot. Which is probably still, a good thing. Which is not neat. Which yeah, but like also like give us something, give us something, that, and maybe it's because we are kind of like yes, this is the show we've been asking for, like wet our appetite just a little bit, and they they're just not. Um, maybe that is kind of makes me want to be like no, like this is not a good so like, poster. Uh, at some point we will get the the trailer. If I'm Disney, I play the super smart. Just show some random cool Star Wars stuff. Uh, maybe like he has a mission that takes him off Tatooine because I don't think he's staying on Tatooine the whole time. Plus that concept art showed it looked like he's fighting Vader on Mustafar at some point. Uh, towards the tail end of the trailer, um, you could have someone say the line, there's many ways that some would consider to be unnatural, but it's not Palpatine saying that line. It's Qui-Gon in Force Ghost form. Everyone freaks out about that. Cut to black. Kenobi, May 25th. That's it. That's the only thing you need for the trailer is hint at Qui-Gon because I feel pretty confident that Force Ghost Qui-Gon will be in this. One could, le- 
Liam Neeson has said he wants to come back to the franchise at some point. He enjoyed being on Phantom Menace, and y'all should appreciate his efforts in Phantom Menace. He's the closest thing to a main character in that movie. Um, <laughs> but also, yeah, even Revenge of the Sith teed up that Qui-Gon may come back someday, so he's got to learn how to be a Force Ghost somehow, which, you know... The idea of Force Ghosts kind of gets complicated in Star Wars of like, is this a thing you have to learn to do? And if so, how is Vader a Force Ghost or How do you learn a it lot from of people? the grave? How, that, that's my, how, you're dead. How do you, that's whatever, dude. I, okay. See, like, I have a whole book series based on uh, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon's adventures before Phantom Menace. And I, would, I was, I've been itching for that for a long time but it is what it is uh i mean we know that liam is still in fighting shape because he did this take and rip off blacklight recently so yeah he has not taken he, his health for granted no, yeah <laughs> absolutely and we'll see what happens in the next couple months as always, this episode is sponsored by TeePublic, your one-stop shop for all things Uncharted Media-related merch. So if you want Uncharted shirts, stickers, notepads, uh, sweatshirts, because it's a little cold out, uh, whatever you want with Uncharted Media-related stuff on it, TeePublic's your one-stop shop to get all that. So the Super Bowl. Um, the Super Bowl weekend was great for trailers. The Super Bowl itself probably was not if we're being honest because i think mm -hmm. josh and i talked about this off mic before we started recording i think companies are wising up to the fact that seven million dollars for a 30 second spot just might not be financially smart anymore like that's why you see a lot of people dropping trailers around super bowl time but not necessarily during that super bowl time slot or be one of those people that cheats and releases your trailer during the super bowl pregame show because haha mm -hmm. um like dc had no presence at the Super Bowl, but released a banger of a trailer that honestly, apart from one other one, is the shortest but the best trailer this weekend besides one other one. So we had this weekend either at the Super Bowl or sometime around the Super Bowl, so sometime between Friday and Monday, uh, Sonic 2, Jordan Peele's Nope, the new Lord of the Rings series, Jurassic World Dominion, the DC... Uh, Heroes of the Heroes. World, is it? Is that what it was called? Yeah, as far uh, as I'm aware, yeah. And then we'll close out talking about the one that everyone's talking about, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Charles Xavier. I mean, madness. Um, <laughs> but let's start off with Sonic 2. And Sonic was one of those cases that a lot of other studios did this year, which was drop a 30-second little snippet and at the end say, watch the full trailer online. That's nothing new, but I feel like we saw a lot more of that this year or had mm -hmm. an abridged version. Um, I like the 30-second version, but gosh, I like the full version even more. I, yeah. like, the, I like the first Sonic <laughs> 2 trailer of, you can't have my power. Who said I need your power? And I'm going, oh, that's fun. This trailer was so cool. Heather and I were watching it going, this this feels like the Sonic movie that the first movie should have been of like the fun atmosphere the uh oh was it the Emerald Diamonds is that what they're called the Chaos Emeralds yeah the Chaos Emeralds yeah. having that show up uh, exotic fun locations a gigantic Robotnik robot and going 
Yay! Please tell me there's enslaved animals inside piloting that thing that you free at the end of this. Yes! Um, a gigantic mustache from Jim Carrey. This just felt like cheesy Sonic fun, and I'm going... Mm -hmm. Okay, now I can understand why Josh is so hyped for this movie. Like, the first trailer Dude. <laughs> was fine. The first trailer was okay. The second trailer is really good and really fun, and I'm super amped for Sonic 2 now. Dude, we're absolutely, like, I'm so stoked. And if anything, the trailer confirms to me that we're just heading in the direction of Shadow, and I get more excited about that. Uh, I just hope Amy doesn't come around. Yeah, I was about to say, Amy confirmed. Uh, uh, mm, mm, what, would you rather have I Sonic hope... fall in love with a human? <laughs> that's worse! That's somehow worse! That's so much worse. <laughs> as much as I don't like Amy as a character. Um, but, yeah. I, I'd like this. This trailer was so much fun. Um, the more I hear of Idrisoba as Knuckles, the more and more I love it. And the more and more I think at some point, if they don't make reference to the meme, I, I'd be really surprised. Just the way that he's like, he, he, his cadence works. Like at some point, He's have to like I know the way like that's that that's they gotta get, happen at some point now. They get trapped in that pyramid with the chaos emerald and everything's crumbling down around them. It looks at Sonic. Do you know the way out of here? And Sonic's <laughs> like say that again. Well, like, I know the way. <laughs> there's a couple lines in this trailer that Heather and I both like actually burst out laughing of like, all right there, Winter Soldier. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's uh, good. Eat your heart out, Sean White, which is... I popped so which hard it's for that. weird how prophetic that joke was, because this is yeah. Sean White's last Olympics. I'm going... And he did he did really well, too. Like, oh, man. Like, uh, Even though he's yeah. not the flying tomato anymore. Thank God. Uh, but, dude, yeah. Great trailer. Great jokes. Uh, the, the lady is like, there's two of them now? Like, great so much fun i'm so excited for this uh if if this if this does not exist on our plane of existence and this is just in sonic's like weird like chaos emerald world don't care i'm i'm here for it i'm absolutely hyped for this movie which is something i probably wouldn't have told wouldn't think i would have said a couple like a year a year ago like mm -hmm. god dude this movie has come the sonic movie franchise which is funny to say out loud um has come around so hard and like there's all the conspiracy theories like that you know they they messed up the the um the first design on sonic to get i believe that the movie yeah i know i know uh but like the first movie is a lot of fun it's it's very generic but it's a lot of fun um and this one, I think they're leaning harder into their source material, and I just get so much hype. It just hypes me up so hard for it. So, as much as I'm excited to see Knuckles and Tails in this, I feel like this year of all years, they missed a prime opportunity for something. Imagine if we hadn't gotten okay. a Sonic. Imagine if we hadn't gotten a Sonic trailer at all yet, and Sonic comes out and starts doing his adventure for first teaser, and all of a sudden, they're just like. And 2022, we're getting back to normal. We're even introducing, we're welcoming back the Winter Olympics. So this year, Sonic's competing in the Winter Stop. Olympics. And Josh knows where I'm going Stop. with this. And all of a sudden, no. you see the <laughs> denim overalls of one plumber. Mario Sonic at the Olympics. Crossover that we all need, dang it. <laughs> I hate, I hate, I, I hate it.
The tie-in fits so well hate, this year. I hate that this time next year we could be having a conversation where that could be an actual possibility. Or there we go. Why wasn't the sequel Sonic at the Olympics? Oh my gosh. He's already snowboarding in the trailer. Why couldn't it be against I Mario? It. I hate it. I hate this so much. Oh Those are teams up with Robotnik. <laughs> oh man. Ooh. I just Robotnik uh -oh. teams up with the turtle the magic turtle guy. Um Oh, what's who's the one that casts spells at you in Yoshi's Island and makes the baby go off your back? Uh the one that's the oh, Koop, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Koopa Wizard. Imagine if he teams up with Robotnik, because he's the real mastermind, not Bowser. Bowser's a pansy. <laughs> Anytime you can just be like thrown around by your tail, you're not as strong as you think you are, but so hey oh. <laughs> oh man. Let's go with a big old nope on that that phrase right there, buddy. Yeah. Uh so nope. <laughs> nope. Nope is a <sighs> So I said none of the trailers were out and out bad except for one. Which isn't this trailer, but if there's a middle-of-the-road trailer for me, it's nope. Uh, and I know a lot of people love this trailer. That's awesome. And I know a lot of people love Jordan Peele movies, which is awesome. I haven't loved any of Jordan Peele's movies yet, um, including Get Out. And maybe it's because I saw it later, because I kept hearing about it and hearing about it and hearing about it. And so I finally saw it, and I was just like, okay fine like i i think get out's a little overrated i know some people are just like oh it's, it's horror mm -hmm. with a political message i'm going is this your first horror that, movie that's horror. yeah I was, yeah that, that, like, that's just horror buddy <laughs> uh, is this your first horror movie it was like casual movie audiences were introduced to horror through get out which is if that's the case that is awesome i'm glad to welcome you to this genre but for me get out failed to be scary but that also could be coming from a white guy's perspective because I don't mm. think the story is tailored sure. to me. And that is totally fine. Just like I don't think Candyman is tailored towards me. And that is totally fine. That being said, don't care what demographic you fall into. Us was a colossal disappointment for me. Both the HHN house and the movie I thought were very much failed on the fantastic premise like us had some great trailers like when they're in the car i got five on it mm -hmm. and then you see the movie you're just like none of this makes any sense so i was already coming into nope with low expectations and i'll say this about the trailer i appreciate that having seen the trailer i still don't know what this movie's about that's a good mm. thing but on the flip side I don't know what this movie's about. Like, I I get some sense of maybe it's an alien invasion. Like, yeah, that's what I'm here. I'm thinking too. It's yeah. secretly a science sequel, and M Night Shyamalan <laughs> is using Jordan Peele as a pen name. That would be. I'm not against that idea. <laughs> um, that's not good. That I'm not against that idea. Uh, so the thing about that, there's a lot of like, there's not disturbing in imagery um but it's interesting like i never thought that having a bunch of uh of inflatable flaily arm guys in a field would be like ominous but for some reason it kind of is clearly um, you didn't watch enough bailey matches in nxt <laughs> mm, uh 
it's just cool. I like, I, I don't know, man. I <laughs> don't call me out on that Bailey thing. No, no, sir. Don't do it. Um, I just, yeah, I, it's, it's fine. I, I also think it's, it's probably going to be aliens, which I don't hate. It's something different for Jordan to tackle. Uh, I do, what I do appreciate is every movie is that Jordan's put out has been completely different than the, than the one before. Yes. I'll they're, absolutely they're, give him credit on that. Yeah. Like it, he's not M. Night Shyamalan, who's more or less retreading the same story over and over and over and over and over again. Um, He's trying different things, both in story and in technique, every single time. And I really appreciate that. Uh, I do like it that he is using this as an opportunity to kind of tell stories of the Black community in different industries. Um, had no idea that, that you know, like a, uh, a, a Black, I don't know how to describe, like a quest, Hollywood equestrian was was really a thing like and that's cool that that's an actual historical thing that's really i'm down with that um i just have no idea what this movie's about <laughs> yeah it's obviously something it's something in the sky at one point it looks like a giant eyeball in the sky and that's kind of weird uh i swear if we go full turtle floating on it floating through space on this i am I might love this movie simply on that fact. <laughs> no, it's it's the devil's anus from Thor Ragnarok. And no! all of a sudden, all of no, sudden no, 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 Thor no. and Loki and Hulk are just going to come crashing in. And that's how you get Jordan Peele, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, and Kiki Palmer in the MCU. And just, okay, what happened? Like, I don't know. Also, something I struggle with Jordan Peele is I love Key and Peele's comedy. And his movies clearly have some dark humor to them at times. And I think it's not always a good balance of like, I don't want to say MCU syndrome of like make everything funny. But I think sometimes he knows humor so well. And I think sometimes he just misplaces it in some of his movies. But I think one of my favorite things about Jordan Peele, though, is you brought it up. He has become a powerful voice in black filmmaking, not just as a director himself, but has elevated others to a household status. Like Nia DaCosta just did Candyman. While it's not my favorite movie that I've seen in recent memories, she's now a pretty well-known director. Now she's doing the Captain Marvel sequel and hopefully saving that character. Um He's overseen other black stories in Hollywood recently, and I think that's awesome to get more people coming to the table with diverse backgrounds and uh, storytelling perspectives. So while I'm not overly ambitious and excited to see this movie, it's like pal it's like the Palpatine meme of we'll pay attention to your career with great interest. Like I will always be <laughs> interested in what Jordan Peele's doing next yeah. because he feels like one of the few fresh voices out there like you said tr truly trying different things so while i haven't loved this first two so far it's nothing new i'm not gonna always love everything a director does as much as i love christopher nolan don't love everything he's done in fact he hasn't had a great movie since 2010 he's had a bunch of okay ones since inception but like no director bats a thousand except no, i was about to say except for uh the guy that did Haunting of Hill House, Mike Flanagan. But even then, Bly Manor exists. <laughs> uh, so yeah, nope. Nope, I've come around on. I'm still not overly excited for it. I'll, I'll kind of wait and see. It <laughs> Just be better than us. That's all I ask. Well, and see, like, even the thing with us was it was... 
it did the thing where the thing that took me out of it, I was fairly on board. Uh, even if I didn't before you start kind of thinking about the, uh, how everything works, um, in, in a real life scenario, uh, it unfortunately did the thing where it like, it doesn't hide information in plain sight from you. It just doesn't tell you straight up just doesn't tell you information. And so you're like, Oh, okay. So I couldn't figure that story point out if I wanted to, that's kind of, okay. That's not a twist. That's just mean. So I, but then again, having like clones take over the planet, that's like, that's a fairly original idea. It's kind of cool. Um, yeah, but I'm with you. I'm just interested in Nope. Um, I, I At the very least, I'll check it out. You know what I mean? I'll go see it yeah. maybe like end of the first week or something like that. Speaking of clones taking over the world, Jurassic <laughs> World Dominion. God, that clone girl is still alive. I was really hoping they wouldn't bring her back because <laughs> I've said it on the podcast before. I hated Fallen Kingdom, and a lot of it was the stupidity of the characters like they weren't the most well-written characters in the first jurassic mm -hmm, world but mm -hmm. they weren't idiots for the most part and fallen kingdom turned them into idiots or completely flipped their characteristics around like owen the character that actually cared to nurture for the animals is the one calling them things and claire the one that is all about the financials is the one that cares about the creatures now yeah. for some reason that's that's flipped uh but my big issue was the weird plot twist that a girl isn't a twin or anything. She's just a clone. And I'm going, the reason I didn't see this plot twist coming is because it was so dumb and out of left field that I didn't think you would actually do something that stupid. And then the stupid clone girl has to go condemn all of humanity to die by unleashing all the dinosaurs to kill us all. So I was a little disappointed to see she's coming back. Maybe she'll get eaten. I know that's horrible to say that girl I'm sure is a fine actress, She's just a terrible character, and maybe Colin Trevorrow can fix it this time around. But the Jurassic World Dominion trailer, it was okay. I didn't like it the first time I saw it, and then the more I watched it, the more I like it. Here's why I didn't like it the first time I watched it. It's because it relies a lot on nostalgia, which is not a bad idea. Mm -hmm. But the first time I saw it, I thought when Dr. Grant and Dr. Sattler are reunited felt so forced of like oh hey you remember these guys they were almost yeah. a thing you want them to be a thing again that that's actually genuinely like all i'm asking in dominion is just have dr grant and dr sattler get together finally like why didn't they end up together at the end of the first jurassic park that was like alan's whole arc is you like kids you like kids no you like kids you like kids no how about this kid that can't die do you like him I've tried to kill him. He can't die. I guess I'll keep him. All right. <laughs> you like kids now? I'm going to leave you and end up with somebody else in Jurassic Park 3 for some reason. I just yep. want Grant and Sattler together. I don't even care that much about this franchise, but I want them together. Um, It's cool to see the old and the new cast together. It also kind of points out that the new cast doesn't have their version of Jeff Goldblum. Like, I guess you could say Dr. Sattler and Dr. Grant are Claire and Owen in the new ones. Mm -hmm. But we don't have an E.M. Malcolm of the group. Like, Correct. Because you, I guess, you can't replace you can't re Jeff. <laughs> what if? Uh -oh. What if you got Owen Wilson to be an E.M. Malcolm type and just sees all the dinosaurs 
Oh, wow. Yeah, look at those all long necks there. Oh, yeah. Wow. I just want Owen Wilson to ride a dinosaur, man. How how complicated <laughs> is that? Oh, man. I just... We already have one Owen in the franchise. <laughs> yes. You're not wrong. Um, no, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's it, it, it's it, it's got some cool imagery. The I did I was with you. I I think the nostalgia trip feels a little forced. Um, I might have saved that for I don't know a second trailer, uh, just to kind of. But like then again, the story seems kind of dependent upon the old characters coming back. Don't know why, uh, but maybe that will be revealed sooner or later. Um, that being said. Uh, something that I took away from the the trailer that I don't know is on purpose, but um, it clearly states this is the end of the Jurassic era. Yes. So they've said that they're um, going to make ju more Jurassic movies, but I think this is the end of the Jurassic World stuff. We're gonna go. So the next, what? We're gonna the, the next trilogy. This is air of park. Like somehow at the end of Jurassic World Dominion, Claire, Owen, and maybe even the clone girl will somehow get sucked into a time machine by Doctor Wu, and they'll get sent back to the Cretaceous period, Cretaceous Park, and they have to survive in dinosaur times and find a way back and fix their parts. Like, okay, I just convinced myself that I want that now. <laughs> <laughs> I see, but like that's the thing. Like, like what do you do? Because I don't think that's what they mean. But at the same time, it's like, so what? Now you're gonna pretend like you didn't take dinosaurs from different time periods and and just throw them all at the same time? Oh, we're, oh okay, we are pretending that. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So now, yeah, it's just it's just weird because then all of a sudden, <laughs> I don't want this. Oh my gosh, having like. A, a one running around with like woolly mammoths and giant sloths and stuff like Owen uh, finds an ancient descendant of blue finds the original DNA of blue and rides it making a praptor a Chris Praptor basically we just get uh, a live action ice age but with Chris Pratt being there <laughs> it's not a terrible idea but it's not a good idea <laughs> we never promise good ideas on this show we just promise ideas um hey, hey we've it, it's been proven that ice age will bastardize they, its own content yeah by casting josh peck <laughs> by making a, a buck movie <laughs> no Dude. that's ooh. i'm not off the time travel thing we send oh, no. dr Wu. <laughs> We send Dr. Wu back in time. Nature fixes itself, basically. If you're the one that wanted to create the dinosaurs, well, now you can live among them. Immediately gets eaten by a T-Rex. Okay, they've kept Dr. Wu alive for a really long time in this franchise. And normally, because Jurassic Park is pretty simple storytelling, the bad guy, the worse they are, the bigger and more grotesque their death is. They've dragged this out like this man has to have, like, his intestines ripped out or something to match the level of, like, staying power that he's had so far. Like, Vincent D'Onofrio got eaten in his first movie, Jurassic World. Whoever the bad guy in Fallen Kingdom was, I already forgot. The the, the guy that killed the guy from Pig. From yep. Babe, I mean. Um, that, no, that's Sleazeball. It's Pig now. That, that's canon. That's canon. Sorry. No, I'd that's rather canon. watch Pig than Babe. As much as <laughs> Babe is awesome. 
Uh, but he died. But Doctor Wu was in the first Jurassic Park and all the world movies so far. So, like, he's got to have a pretty legit death. Like, I know we'll never get into R-rated territory, but it's also going to be hard to beat the, the lawyer getting eaten on the toilet. Because that's, that's just perfection just right there. Chef's kiss. Blue the just rips out his entrails and just... <laughs> He's like, he gets Darth Maul and gets dragged on the street by his spleen or something. That what got if he, dark. Uh, <laughs> he 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 uh, decides to make size accurate raptors, and so it's a bunch of little tiny raptors that all like slowly tear him apart. Oh, <laughs> or, yes, people, raptors were actually the size of chickens. Or Jurassic, like, come on. Jurassic World fully jumps the shark, and Samuel L. Jackson with a robotic arm comes back, riding a raptor. Clever girls indeed. And, and it eats Dr. Wu. Clearly, we care a great deal about Jurassic Park and its sanctity. I mean, these are better stories than them doing the same story over and over and over again. I, I I do kind of worry that this franchise is ending around the same time as another Universal franchise that they've talked about crossing over at some point. A certain Vin Diesel franchise. Oh, that that's yeah. not Universal. But <laughs> but Universal has teased that they're like, oh yeah, we would we think it'd be cool to cross over Jurassic Park and Fast and Furious. I'm going. God is dead. You just see Vin Diesel riding into battle. This raptor is family. <laughs> and no. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, from stage right comes the rock on a woolly mammoth. See, that's the rock thing. Bottom, would, rock bottom. <laughs> I would pay actual real money to see the rock punch a T-Rex in the face. I like, would too. That sounds like, awesome. That sounds so cool. I can't. There's no way. But that being said, this trailer's fine. Yeah, we got so uh, sidetracked. On yeah, this. we got so sidetracked. Like, how do we make this <laughs> this series better? Um, <laughs> By abandoning its core principles. Yeah, absolutely. Like Star Wars did in the sequel trilogy. <laughs> oh, so speaking of abandoning your core principles, Lord of the Rings also dropped its trailer today. Hey! During Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm ready to. <clears throat> okay, this is the one trailer I didn't like. I welcome your booze and vitriol because I know a lot of people like this trailer. I didn't enjoy it. It's it's not bad, but it's not good either. Primarily because for me. Never once did it feel like Lord of the Rings. It kind of felt like generic fantasy. It felt like... Yep. It felt like The Witcher with a bigger budget. It felt like any other fantasy series. And I know some people are like, oh, definitely has that Lord of the Rings vibe. I'm like, where? Because I'm used to Lord Ow. of the Rings. Lord of the Rings having a very specific aesthetic. Very much practical effects. Everything is kind of much more earthy and grounded. Uh Things have smudges and stains and feel very much handmade, not pristine CG. Like, I understand that there's even CG in the original trilogy. Those weren't actually ghosts in Return of the King. Sorry. What? No way. But they balanced out the practical and CG. This feels very CG heavy. And also, I understand that we're not supposed to know any of these characters going into it, except for maybe there's a young lady Galadriel, supposedly. But I'm looking at this going... I'm not getting a sense of 
anything here. And also this feels incredibly generic, which I've had my reservations about this show for a while from comments that Amazon have said of not out and out saying it, but kind of implying that they want this to be their Game of Thrones, to which I'm going, the content is so different in Game of Thrones than Lord of the Rings. You can't just have Game of Thrones with a Lord of the Rings skin on it. I'm sorry, Steven Soderbergh, but sex doesn't really factor into Lord of the Rings, really. You can factor that into Game of Thrones with manipulation and power and everything else, but I don't need adult content in Lord of the Rings like that. Lord of the Rings has been and always will be, it should be at least, PG-13 at most, because what's the Star Wars adage? It's mainly targeted for children. Like, Narnia is for kids' kids, but Lord of the Rings is for teenagers. That's the that's the core demographic of, like, this is not the intended audience, but more or less, like, the, the age range or the reading level is teenagers. There's not mature content. And I've been worried from day one with Amazon that would be the case. But also, I've been worried that they just bought this for the brand recognition that is Lord of the Rings, which granted did take a hit with The Hobbit because for a while there, it was like the holy trinity that is the original Lord of the Rings extended edition, not theatrical, extended editions. But now it's there's like a little asterisk of Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh yeah, there's the, there's the Hobbit over there. He's the kid that you leave with a helmet, basically, and make sure that he doesn't have access to the peanut butter or else he's just going to ruin <laughs> everything. Um, so... I don't know where the peanut butter thing came from, but yeah, I don't know either. That was weird. I've worried about this, and this trailer <laughs> didn't get rid of those worries because it. Did. I never got the sense that it was Lord of the Rings. I got the sense that it was Amazon's big budget fantasy series. Like, how is this different from Wheel of Time or Game of Thrones or Witcher or is it at all? Which is the most concerning thing. Yeah, and see, like that's the thing when it comes to fantasy and sci-fi is. You have to stick with a specific look in order to make sure that it feels different. That being said, the the couple dwarves that they show in this trailer, they look specifically like Hobbit dwarves. And so I was like, okay, cool. Um, there's some cool stuff that ha does happen in this trailer. Like there's that, that elven archer that grabs an arrow out of the air and then shoots it back. Like, dude... I would have preferred Legolas do that kind of stuff than bounding up falling rocks. Like, ugh, still not over it. Um, but, like, there's just... I'm with you, though. There's a lot of stuff that looks like they took some unused test footage from The Witcher and put a clean filter over it. It just looks... Everyone looks so clean, yeah. so pristine. And, like, I just... I'm just as nervous as you are. And as I just don't like the name rings of power. I don't like that. There is no real reveal of who anybody is. So we can get any kind of grounding sense of what we're going to be seeing. Um, I don't think this tale of, of, you know, the rise of the rings of power is, well known enough details wise uh in order to um make us feel like we know what we're getting into so like just to have like two trailers that 
I don't know, nothing really happens in. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah, I'm with you of like, it just, it, it's just generic. I, and I'm worried about it now. Enough negativity. Let's get to the fun stuff. The last two trailers. <laughs> the last two trailers. And I'll pull up some screenshots of the trailers as we talk about these. Because, oh boy. Um, we'll first talk about the DC and then we'll end up with um, Doctor Strange. Because that's obviously the thing that everyone wants to talk about. But, bro. That DC trailer comes out of nowhere like an RKO. And hits like an RKO. Because I was not expecting to be felt as much as i felt in those 60 seconds like that minute spot was all it needed so this like 60 second spot was there to showcase the four movies that are coming out from dc in 2022 which is an interesting choice but we'll talk about that in a little bit of they're missing one um Mm -hmm. they advertise some of the batgirl flash black adam and aquaman and the lost kingdom most of the footage seemed like black adam now you can kind of explain that one because the rock had a huge presence um, at the Super Bowl, which, okay, I have a bone to pick with that real quick. Uh, the Rock has this great entrance <laughs> for the beginning of the Super Bowl, whatever. He's doing some of his WWE shtick, and he goes, in front of the millions, but doesn't pause for the crowd to go, and millions, like, come on, Rock, we wanted to respond back to you. Like, I so rarely ever get caught up in the Rock spiel, but there's some things I will respond to when you go like, and the most electrifying game of the season for all the millions. And millions! Like, it's right there! Like, <laughs> we know! We know! But, um, so The Rock had some footage for Black Adam. We didn't get a lot of for the Batman, primarily because it's right around the corner. They're not going to share a it ton. It literally is. They showed less than three weeks, man. Dude, I'm so scared. I got my tickets for opening night at Dolby Th- at a Dolby Cinema near us. It's my first time seeing a Dolby movie, so I'm super super excited. Ooh. Uh, we got a little bit of the Flash, and we got the least amount from Aquaman, but that makes sense because it's the furthest away. Let's yeah. first talk about the Flash because, oh my God, look at how beautiful that is. <laughs> I don't. I love that so many people are just like, the Flash suit looks bad. Bring back the Zack Snyder one. Like, first of all, don't. Let's, let's not. Please don't. I hated that one so much. <laughs> Please don't. And so many people are like crapping on it. I'm just like, look how bad the cowl looks. I'm going, it's just the angle, which to be fair, they, they show it again in one of the trailers. And the angle is bad. But that picture, where it's a different angle, going, oh. That looks like the Flash. Not only that, but it looks like the cover of a specific Flash. It kind of looks like uh, Flash Rebirth's cover. Um, Mm -hmm. I might pull that up in a little bit here where Josh starts talking about it. Um, But he brings down little lenses. I'm going, that's incredibly smart. It's basically just built-in sunglasses for the Flash when he's running so nothing gets in his eyes. That's genius. That's really, really smart. Um, We didn't get a ton for the Flash, but that one single look at it, I'm going... That's just immediately better. That that just looks better. It's a much better angle. I'm really liking how the lines are looking. Uh, the textured look fits really well with like how the Man of Steel suit looked, mm-hmm, and it looks mm-hmm. looks homemade, but still like with some precision as opposed to cobbled together ice skater pieces um, and random armor. However, in terms of like excitement level for the four trailers, this is fourth. Because we just got this one shot. Admittedly, it looks amazing and it looks like the Flash. 
Then you get the Batman, which is really nothing new. But with with um the Batman, nothing was shown. But in an interview recently, Robert Pattinson did come out and say, oh, yeah, for the sequel, I would love to fight the Court of Owls. And I'm going. Oh, would you so... now? Would you now? <laughs> so, they're, so they're not in this one. Got it. Okay. <laughs> or are you just saying that because you don't want to tell us that the Court of Owls are secretly the main villains in this movie that Riddler's trying to expose to the world? Because I refuse to let that go because there's too many clues that it's actually in there. Um, Then you get Aquaman again. Not much there. You get the, 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 uh, was it the stealth suit? And I'm going, mm-hmm. why'd you get rid of the perfect golden orange? The orange and green, I mean. But then, Black Adam had to go, and in the words of Dumb and Dumber, and totally redeem yourself by showing us <laughs> the coolest costumes yet with, first of all, this beautiful, beautiful man. That is Kent Nelson's Dr. Fate. Oh. It's so good. Except for once you see it, you can't unsee it. Oh, no, he might actually. So the first time I saw it, it looked like he didn't have eye holes. But from this angle, it looks like he does. But in this picture, it doesn't. It doesn't look like he has eyes. It just looks like a helmet. But dude... Dr. Fate has never looked better. He talks in the trailer and it's so good. Oh my gosh. I just like, there's been this theme lately on the interwebs of people being like, oh, but this actor is only known for these things. They're going to be terrible. Robert Pattinson being one of them. Uh, he's only, you know, Cedric Diggory and um, the Edward in Twilight. He's going to be bad. Oh, so what you're telling me is you, you don't watch movies and you haven't seen anything else. Got it. The okay. Mamma Mia uh, guy is Dr. Fate? Exactly. It's Piers freaking Brosnan, bro. Like, get out of here. He looks so good. Dr. Fate has never looked better. But mm-hmm. then. Speaking of looking good. I freaked out seeing Dr. Fate. I almost wept tears of joy seeing this beautiful, beautiful creature known as the Thanagarian legend, Hawkman. Because it, it really seems like they're going to be going with a Thanagarian um, mm-hmm. origin. Yeah, absolutely. Aldous Hodge, I had my issues with the Invisible Man primarily because I love the original so much and it didn't really follow that storyline. But as a movie, it was pretty good. But Aldous Hodge was one of my favorite characters in that movie. So I was super excited when he got cast. Oh, that man is jacked. That man has triceps on top of triceps. But also, like, Hawkman kind of gets made fun of sometimes for the wings. No, no, no. You cannot make fun of something this regal and majestic. That is not Hawkman. That is Eagle King. That is beautiful. That, like, the wings look like actual, like, practical wings as opposed to, like, an Mm -hmm. armor. I thought they might go with, like, an armor texture. But they are not embarrassed by the the winged helmet or the big furrowing wings. It looks gorgeous. Like, whoever the costume designer is for this, you were not paid enough. I don't care if you got paid half of Jeff Bezos' salary for a year. You still did not get paid enough. Because Black Adam looks awesome in this trailer. Hawkman looks outstanding. Adam? 
Atom Smasher and Cyclone both look outstanding. Now all that's missing is a post credit scene where Jay Garrick shows up with the tin hat because why not? Well, actually, no, I still think that post credit scene for this is going to be Henry Cavill Superman showing up. But um, uh, we'll talk about that <laughs> at another date. Yeah, you better. Uh, OG Hal Jordan, one of the two, um, which is not I wouldn't be against it, but uh yeah dude this thing is so gorgeous there's so much here i mean i still am a little on the fence about black adam being an anti-hero because it doesn't quite make sense with what he traditionally is uh they're gonna have to be really like really convincing in their storytelling for me to be like oh okay cool so he's like he's a villain like uh warmonger where he wants the same thing as everybody else, but how he wants to get there is different. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I don't know about that, but like, gosh, Dr. Fate looks good. Goodness, Hawkman looks good. Uh, just the new Flash stuff. The, I'm excited for Batman. I think if anything, this was a DC trailer that was all about hype. Um, and in a way, this is a hype to be like, guys, depending on your opinions, Zack Snyder is out and we're going with this direction now. And honestly, I don't hate it. There's such an assortment of colors and assortment of characters that I and that I feel that this is just like we're just going to be having fun here. We're going to embrace the fact that these are comic book characters and just go with it. Oh, yeah. I know some people are just like, well, there's been some stuff circulating about the Flash and what's going to do to the universe and the timeline. I'm going, I don't care. I want different styles. It's okay. And some people are like, are you okay with a old Batman and basically no Superman? I'm going, if it means getting other characters' times to shine and we still keep their core aspects, fine with me. There's so many cool and interesting DC characters that have not been explored yet, so I'm excited to see the Justice Society, Black Adam, The Flash looks outstanding. Um, I would not be surprised at all if we get a Black Adam trailer attached to the Batman, just because Black yeah. Adam is the next one. I think The Flash is October and then Aquaman is December. However, it is interesting that they showed nothing from Batgirl. That could mm -hmm. be one of three factors. One, they're currently still filming it. As we saw a certain uh, Keaton on set recently mm -hmm. in suit. Um, two, it could be sticking to the HBO Max. I doubt it because there have been some rumblings that Discovery, after the merger, may want to bump it to theaters because it might be directly tied into uh, The Flash and... Maybe this Grayson fan is hoping, but there have been some rumors that quite a few things will be spun out of this Batgirl movie, so maybe they will want a theatrical release for this. Um, and three, maybe they're still on the fence of whether or not this will even come out in 2022. Granted, some of the set photos looks like it's set at Christmas time, so I would think they do have a set deadline for when this movie should come out, but maybe not. Uh, so maybe they're still on the fence of if it's 2022 or not. Maybe they're on the fence if it's theatrical or not. And that that explains why there's no Batgirl. But as a whole, for 60 seconds, this is a darn good trailer. Like, this is what they should have shown at Fandom last year. Like, Fandom wasn't bad last year, but I feel like it was no. missing some of, like, the big punches. This year's Fandom, if they have it, when they have it, it's been a huge success the past two years. When they yeah. have it, I'm expecting some big punches to be thrown. 
However, DC Fandom would have won the weekend in terms of coolest trailer had a certain, I don't know, bald-headed, wheelchair-bound, beautiful man's voice graced our eardrums this weekend with the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer, which, okay, I'll be honest, leading up to this trailer, I didn't get the sense of multiverse or madness because they kept describing it as this is the mcu's first horror movie this is the mcu's first horror movie and how scary it is and how creepy it is or we're really gonna have fun with the multiverse and how wacky the story is gonna be and i'm like yeah sure sure jan (laughs) i got horror vibes from this um some of the imagery like when dr strange is like going through the weird space and his face like splitting in multiple different directions when thanos like snapped uh drax into those like clay pieces that's exactly what it looked like to me um or zombie strange showing up a couple different times wanda going full mental uh it okay i'm buying the horror elements here also maybe because i'm over analyzing everything i feel like there's a detail here that people are talking are not talking about nearly enough. Everyone's just kind of assuming, and probably rightly so, that Wanda is the main villain. Like, Scarlet Witch has gone a full evil. And rightly so, she's a horrible person. Like, we all saw WandaVision. And you could try and pass it off as whatever of, oh, you you cope however you want. No, no, she's she's definitely a bad person. She's definitely evil now. Uh, I think so many people are focused on that. That I think the first line of the trailer gives away a big detail of i've been having nightmares i wouldn't be surprised if nightmares is a secondary villain in this movie i think so many people are distracted by the wanda thing and the the um evil doctor strange that showed up in what if there was rumors originally of nightmare being the villain for doctor strange 2 so maybe he still is in some capacity maybe um nightmare is the one giving dr strange these visions which sets the story in motion like maybe he's not a full figure in this but he's maybe he's the catalyst for the story starting we get a lot of trippy visuals and it seems like dr strange because he's tampered with too much stuff is getting arrested by what seems like the illuminati and we Mm -hmm. hear perhaps uh perhaps we should tell him but it's not a voice we've ever heard in the MCU before. That voice absolutely belongs to Jean-Luc Picard. It's a Star Trek crossover. And then that's how you bring in Tom Hardy's uh, Venom because he was the clone in Insurrection. It's all connected, man. It's all connected. The FBI is watching everything. No, obviously it's Professor X. And I appreciate that they didn't show it. They're like, okay, You know the voice will give you this one. Because Marvel is always aware of what's happening with the fan bubble. And unfortunately, I feel like it was almost a year ago that I think it got leaked via some concept art that Doctor Strange would be arrested by some Ultron bots and presented to Professor X. Well, now we've seen that in this trailer, so that we know that concept art was real. Stop leaking stuff, people. I'm not actively seeking out spoilers, mm-hmm. but stop posting them if you have them. Those aren't scoops. Those are yeah. spoilers. I mm, I hate the internet sometimes. But I'm, I think Marvel purposely put that in the trailer as to say, okay, yeah, you knew about that surprise. We've got more for you, which kind of makes me think Professor X 
isn't a huge factor in this and that's why mm-hmm. they didn't save it yeah no i'm with you man um there th- there's just so much to break down in that scene you're talking about it definitely looks like bishop is in the it's in the back corner of it that's there's mordo like, that's baron mm-hmm. mordo because he has the dreads too and he's the one arresting him and fighting him when he tries to escape nah it's gotta be bishop not 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 time travel baby you mean the character ah. you mean the character in, that only appeared in one x-men movie that had like one line in an x-men movie and not you know the yeah. dude that was previously set up in a doctor strange movie and appears in this trailer in the shot right before this with dreads yeah yeah i hear you yeah it's bishop no yeah tom hardy's <laughs> yes mr tom hardy's wolverine Okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that okay, is fair game for this movie. <laughs> that is totally fair game for this for this movie. Um, I'm seeing rumors and like stuff that very well could be possible of a Iron Man alternate, which would be well, like, okay. Let's not. I'm confident on who it is, so let's not say who it is. Have you heard who it is? Do you? Do you, yeah. I am like 90% confident who it is, so I don't want to spoil that for people out there. But let's just say I'm with Josh. I think there will be an alternate Iron Man, but I don't want to say who will be playing that I don't think Iron he's going to be good. Let me say that. I don't think he'll be good. No. I think he's going to be an evil. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I he's think... got to be evil. I don't. I was saying the actor's performance, I, don't... I think it's just too much of fan casting. I think he'll be a good guy, but I don't think these Illuminati guys are going to last very long. I think no, no. All the so for those that don't know, the Illuminati are like a secret organization in Marvel Comics of like the smartest men in the Marvel universe of Professor X, Iron Man, Namor. I feel like um, Black Panther was in it at one point or another, and basically mm-hmm. they make like the really tough choices in the universe of like is one life more valuable than millions and billions, and make the hard choices to protect the multiverse, so to speak. I would not be surprised if these are all characters from previous Marvel movies or fan castings. We've heard some um, fantastic theories out there about certain characters showing up. I wouldn't be surprised if that character's in there, your Iron Man variant, um, and maybe some others. But they won't last long. That way, when we introduce those characters proper into the MCU... We'll go, okay, well, you had the thing that you wanted for a little bit, but we have other plans for that. Yeah. Um. Before we dive into the rest of the trailer, if you had to guess, like a top five of things that you can see or want to see or your predictions for cameos in this, because supposedly it's going to be cameos galore in this movie. If you have a top five of cameos that you expect, what would it be? Um. Now that we can rule out Professor X. Yeah, uh, I I can totally see both Deadpool and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine showing up, um, as best friends. Uh, <laughs> would be totally down for that. Or um, Deadpool and the actual actor Hugh Jackman. Yes. Oh, even better. Even better. Um, <laughs> that would be and see that would be so much that would be par for Deadpool, and I would love that. Um, I'm gonna make a prediction. I think the the Wanda that's in the and I've th- I've said this before. I think the Wanda that's in the Scarlet Witch costume is not the Wanda from WandaVision. I don't think that's the the Wanda from our universe. 
um, based on when she says, you know, we did the same thing. Yeah, I'm painted to be a villain. Villain. She doesn't really do the same thing as. Well, she I think that's more well, of her just making maybe excuses. She alters reality. I think she's just making. Excuses. I mean, I agree. She is, but yeah, I, I, I'm not entirely convinced that that's our Wanda. Um, I, I think mutants are going to be a thing that comes from this movie. Oh, I think you absolutely. And I have been saying that. Um, Kelsey Grammer, Kelsey Grammer, yeah, I think his his beast would cut showing up. Yes, would be please, on yes, the please. Illuminati, on the on the Illuminati, Ooh, would be on so the Illuminati. Cool. That would. Why hasn't he been Dude. on the roster in the past? Somebody make a Fraser joke. Don't know. Somebody make a Fraser joke. <laughs> that would be really cool. Um, only because I'm going to speak this into existence. As long as I live, uh, Tom Hardy is Wolverine. If you give me a little cameo as it, I'll I'll shut up about it. That's all. That's all I need. Um. <laughs> okay, I will go because I refuse to let this die like Josh with Tom Hardy as Wolverine. Yeah. Nicholas freaking Cage returning as Ghost Rider. Um, Let's do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Mister Fantastic, with you know. Our boy John Krasinski, at least for a little bit. I, I'll go with, I'll mm -hmm. stick with that. Um, some other X Men characters. I'll, I'll say Hugh Jackman. I maybe. Yeah. If if not Hugh Jackman, Deadpool, because I I think they will bring in Deadpool. Deadpool makes a little too much sense. Uh, Tobey Maguire, Spider Man, because okay. Sam Raimi, because yeah. Sam Raimi. I know that might be tricky legally. Oh. <gasps> Oh, oh my. Oh, I saw that light bulb. What's going on? So remember how Tom Rothman and everyone over at Sony is just like, we have an agreement with Marvel of like, they'll show up in one and then they'll show up in a crossover and then they'll show up in an individual one. Well, we're do one more appearance in a crossover. Is it ever written in stone that it has to be Tom Holland's Spider-Man that crosses over into a random Marvel movie? It could be it could be Toby. That's how yeah. we get that. Uh, but the other one, my last one, I was just like, I feel pretty confident, and this could be a really fun. Chris Evans as either Human Torch, oh. or Captain Hydra when he was the Hydra sleeper agent. I know we got. Oh, a, that would be I interesting. Know, I know we got reference to that in Endgame when he did the Hail Hydra as a joke parodying the moment in the comic but if mm -hmm. he was actually evil this time around because there have been rumors of agent carter showing up of captain carter from what if showing up oh bro if we could have captain carter versus captain america as a like a sleeper agent and one-on-one -on -one fight even if it's just for a little bit Shut up and take my money, because I don't like Peggy Carter. I really don't. Even as <laughs> Captain Carter, even as Captain Carter. Um, but I feel like the reason that they they tipped their hand a little bit with Professor X, but they didn't show him, which is smart, is because he's just the tip of the iceberg. I I did want with his first teaser to have at least one cameo, because if there's half as many cameos as we've been led to believe, then you can afford to show one or two, like. 
they were they played coy with Toby and Andrew, but we all knew that they would be in there, but they never outright stated it, but they at least hinted at it. I wouldn't be surprised if for the next few months, anyone that's been even remotely associated with a Marvel movie would be like, well, I was a little preoccupied for a few months just to just to maybe hopefully leech off some of that attention, maybe or just random be like, oh, maybe I'm in it. Maybe I'm not. Ooh. Okay, hold on. I'm going to add some of kind of change some of my stuff. So <laughs> obviously the zombie universe is on the table because of zombie uh, Mr. Um, Dr. Strange. Are you thinking Norman we, Reedus? I'm thinking Toby Maguire's Spider-Man but from the zombie universe, either that or uh, a zombie Wolverine would be cool as well. Terrifying, but cool. Um, there's just, uh, gosh, dude. And I think we said this with No Way Home. Like, they've really made it so, like, anything's possible. Like, legit been like, all right, cool. We're going to open the toy box and never shut it. So uh, hold on to your butts. Like, let's, like, there's, the the possibilities are endless. Hey, remember when everyone thought, yeah, you can't top Endgame, and now we're all just like, oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of pieces missing from that Endgame playing table that now they're just like, you know what? Everything. Which, who knows, at the rate we're going, and I say this with full sincerity, in the next 20 years... I think there's a 5% chance we could get Justice League versus the Avengers. I can see that. A few years ago, 0% chance. Now, 5% chance. Also, I think they dropped it in comics, but I feel like it was a year, maybe a year and a half ago, that they were teasing like some big crisis. And they're like, a few crises from now, you'll be teleported to a different dimension and fight alongside... A very patriotic individual and a giant green monster to which everyone immediately sat up and was like, say what now? Are DC and Marvel Comics thinking about crossing over? Like the comics, not the movies. Because the comics have done that before with Amalgam Comics when the Mm -hmm. comics industry was almost dying, which, spoiler alert, comics aren't doing particularly well, which is kind of sad because comic book movies do well, but comics themselves don't sell, so maybe... You can get that crossover in comic book form. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility within 20 years from now that we could get a Justice League versus the Avengers movie. I think that'd be insane. Merge. Because just look, 20 years ago, 2002, we're just getting the first Spider-Man movie. And look how far we've come from then to getting in the multiverse of madness where literally anything could happen. Howard the Duck could show up dude as a, he is absolutely gonna show up are he, you kidding me <laughs> he's already in endgame and guardians of the galaxy too but howard the, not mcu howard the duck george lucas's howard the duck could show up bro dr strange is going like through portal through portal looking for something specific and like pops in peeps through and it's howard the duck's living room and he goes what the fuck and it cuts out because what leaves. the duck <laughs> What the duck? I need that pun. I need that pun to be in there. Oh my gosh, that would be fun. That would and be a lot of fun. And then we get honestly. a Howard the Duck adult animated series on Hulu. 
I would pay good money for that. Like Harley no, Quinn. No, that's t- no, that's no, cringe. Like Har- that's cringe as all get out. No, dude, like Harley Quinn on HBO Max, but do it with Howard the Duck, basically. Oh, I would. Okay. Howard the Duck, yeah, I could no, see. I'm on board. Dang it. <laughs> there was talks of maybe Ben Affleck's Daredevil, but I'm like, uh, I think he's done for the time being. Never say never, but I think yeah. he's. I think he's off the table for Daredevil for now. Colin Farrell is bullseye. Make it happen. Colin Farrell is bullseye. Idris Elba is that weird priest in Ghost Rider 2. Oh, no. Oh, I mean, so... Uh, Vinnie um, Jones is we... the juggernaut. Just have that juggernaut stop, meme come back. Stop. I'm the juggernaut. Juggernaut. Oh, my gosh. Uh, do we think... Blade will be showing up in this. Actually. How? First of all, if Blade shows up. So it's funny you say that. Okay, okay, okay. There have been some discussions, not from credible sources. I'll I'll put that up, obviously. That if we're dabbling with um, dark magic, don't we need some characters that are familiar with the dark side of the the Marvel Universe, case in point, um, a certain Ghost Rider, Blade, and some other beings of... And they just introduced the Black Knight in Eternals, mm-hmm. so maybe we get a whole bunch of... This could also introduce the underbelly, so to speak. Moon Knight. Random BS! Go! Well, so here's the thing. I just just rewatched the the Moonlight Moon Knight trailer because I watched someone break it down, and I was like, "That's not there." And then went back and watched, and I was like, "That's totally there." Um, he's when he that shot of the bathroom when it's panning in slowly, and he's beating the absolute crap out of someone. It's a werewolf. That's a werewolf. Yeah, werewolf confirmed. Um, he owed him money. I. <laughs> He, he does uh, he, he does um <laughs> i i just like it I more like I... lying about my change <laughs> so here's here's the question i hate you that was so I, bad, that was like so bad. It, i barely know her hey! um, uh what would be funny to me is if and I don't think they do this in Multiverse of Madness, but who knows? What would be hilarious if Ryan Reynolds' Daredevil shows up, Ryan Reynolds from Blade Trinity shows up, and the Daredevil... Sorry, not the Dare, uh, the Deadpool, Deadpool version from from uh, Wolverine Origins shows up in the scene, and they're just like... And he just looks like, at the camera. How do, you quanti- how do you quantify any of that? And he like, just looks oh, directly at the camera and goes... Oh man, it's my worst nightmare. Got it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so when you said absolutely. I want Blade to be in this movie, my first thought was Mahershala Ali because we're getting a Blade movie. I hadn't mm-hmm. even thought about Wesley Snipes being the Blade being in this. He just comes yeah. in. They always trying to up, uh, ice skate uphill. I'm going. <laughs> Maybe he could say that, and everyone just look at him like. What? what is this guy's? Problem? I mean, I don't think Stephen Dorff is busy with anything. He can he can come back. Is Chris Christopherson still alive? Bring him in. I don't know. Uh, I know Triple H ain't busy this time of year. Bring Triple H <laughs> and his Chihuahua. Well, 
Triple H, oh, I don't know if Triple H is physically up to it, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, a few, few torn ligaments, who knows? That's um, not what I was talking about, but okay. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know, the heart no. attack. Wait, he had a heart attack recently? Yes! Like, what? he's in the hospital. Like, that's why he's been off away from everything. That's why they gutted NXT while he was gone. That. Yeah, they gutted NXT while he was on, basically, away with a serious heart attack. Huh. All right. Well, I knew they gutted NXT. I just didn't know. Okay. Or, in his anyway. case, a triple ha 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 heart attack. <laughs> uh, a Bret heart attack? He, had a, he, he uh, no, is no longer a heartbreak kid. Wait, wasn't a heart wasn't a heart attack like an actual Bret Hart move? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Cool, 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 cool. It's a cool, cool, cool. Back on top. <laughs> Back on top. Uh, yeah. Triple H didn't show confirmed. A multiverse of madness is going to be so crazy, and I think, and I think I said this before, it's going to be the first movie Marvel movie I intentionally go and get tickets in like an IMAX theater. Just some of the visuals in this trailer alone make I like I have to see it in IMAX. I have to see it. Yeah. Also, you get to see Wong die in IMAX because mark my words, <sighs> Wong ain't making it out of this movie alive, guys. Like, you can't fix everything, Strange. To which I think the oh. end of the arc for this is Stephen will have to be the Sorcerer Supreme. And understanding the responsibility that comes with being the Sorcerer Supreme of, you don't just have to look out for your universe. You have to look out for the entire multiverse. And with Wong out of the way, it's just like, a okay, you now have this. There's no right or Wong answer here. It's just bad puns tonight, and it's great. Man, if, he's, if, if he's out of the way, did he take a Wong turn? <laughs> Gosh. I, I don't want to pile on anymore with it. Yeah, no, that, 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 there's something about that joke that feels a little racist, and I don't know what it. Mm, mm, um, How have I never yeah, noticed dude. it? Isn't Wong played by Benedict Wong? Yeah, what? That's crazy. Didn't, yeah, okay. I just, dude, I, the more and more we talk about it, the, this movie is going to be super cool. And I think. It's it's going to reveal where we're really going in this phase because that's the mutants, thing right now. Is like we've had some fun movies so far. Yeah. So well, some fun mm-hmm. stuff's happened so far in this phase, but we haven't really gotten a direction where like, you know, the first phase is definitely was definitely leading to like, oh, Loki's going to do some stuff. Okay, cool. Next phase. What are we what are we building to? Well, we're going to build over two phases up into you know Thanos. Like oh, there's that, been that some makes talk. sense. So it's going to be interesting. Oh, I, I oh, yeah? have a, yeah, I have a yeah. guess. Whoa. Two words. Gotcha. What you got? Secret Wars. I hate it. So in Secret Wars, basically, uh, all the different universes come together and have to fight each other for survival. So what if the reason we're introducing multiverses is where do you go after Endgame? In which case, you have to save the whole planet. Well, what if it's save every Marvel movie that's ever existed's universe? You have the Fox X-Men fighting our Avengers, fighting Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, fighting Ben Affleck's Daredevil, fighting the fan four stick who immediately die upon arrival to the earth because they're not used to good air um, or something. Just just kill fan four stick immediately, please. 
Um, but Secret Wars basically has a whole bunch of different incarnations of the characters we know and love having to fight each other. And maybe that's the reason we've taken so long to get to Avengers is we have to set up a multiverse as well as setting up all of these new characters that we're going to meet. That way, when our original cast comes back as different variations, we'll be more excited of a Hydra Cap or a Human Torch because... Bring back all the Fantastic Four, except for Jessica Alba. You can leave her in retirement. But, like, Yoan Grufford, uh, Chris Evans, and Michael Chiklis, bring all of them back. Have the thing on the Illuminati. I don't care at this point. Just, he seems fun. But I think Secret Wars might be the direction that we're going, because those are pretty big stakes. That's, that's like a everything is canon type of situation. That is, and I guess that that way you can save galactus you can save some of the those kinds of threats for your next phase the thing so the thing i'm I, i'm kind of w always worried about in the back of my head is so what happens 20 years from now when you're done secret wars you've done galactus you've where because eventually you will run out of material like Reboot. I so it... just like the comics do. No, <laughs> Josh. By the time they run out of ideas, we're gonna be in our like sixties. In which case, so <laughs> do you realize how rare yeah. it is that this franchise has come this far with, despite what Josh thinks, as few stinkers as they have. And they haven't needed to reboot it yet. So eventually, when we get to the 50th Marvel movie, I think they would have earned a reboot by that point and start over like comic continuities do. Like, James Bond is has done 50 movies, but they reboot that every, like, sixth movie, basically. This is going on 28 and hasn't been rebooted. I think in 20 to 25 years, if they wanted to, they could reboot it. Why not? Maybe by that point, DC will get it together. That hurts. That hurts okay. my soul. To be fair, though, I've had this argument with people before that they'd be like, yeah, DC will never be as good as Marvel ever again. I'm going, nothing in this world is guaranteed. Clearly, you need to study your history more because for a certain point in time, people said the exact same thing about Marvel. The only good things coming out in the entertainment were DC-related movies. Marvel was making Howard the Duck and Batman was making Batman 89 and the original Supermans. So everything will eventually come around. I know it's tough to hear, and maybe I'm completely wrong on this, but someday Marvel won't be popular anymore. And I think by that point, maybe DC will take over the reins. Like, it's things are always changing and evolving. Maybe by that point, superhero movies won't be a popular trend anymore, but nothing stays permanent. Marvel will not always be the dominant factor. It just seems like that for now because they're everywhere and they have no plans of stopping, but. They won't always be the dominant force, and that's that's okay. And I think by that point, they'll learn to evolve and move on to different things. Maybe Kevin Feige can, I don't know, take a nap finally. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, but like I think too, the the thing is, and I hope this is where we start going eventually. Uh, we're definitely dipping it into it on the TV on the TV side of things, but exploring some of the other comic companies like image like e iew like dark horse um those I, I and i understand dark horse is kind of mm, the dc's uh redheaded stepchild but um 
No, that's image. That's really his image. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but see, like, the, and see, you could say that, but image has some absolute hits. With, whereas Dark Horse, well, I guess Dark Horse has like. Um, Hellboy. Hell, Hellboy. Hell, and Constantine. Um, and yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of comics out, out there, and I, I'm I'm hoping for more. You're going to be interesting, and I just had this thought, and this is not on topic of Marvel, but if in the Flash movie, he's flashing, he's, he's going through different worlds, and he, like, appear, appears, looks up on an alleyway, and it's Batman hanging out with four turtles, and then he goes, that's weird, and zips off. Like, I... Oh. I need that. I don't know why I thought about it. I'm like, now I need that. Now I need that. It's the original <laughs> 90s turtles oh. crossing over with 89 Batman. Oh. <laughs> better yet, better Dude. yet, it's Christian Bale's Batman. He's just like, what? what is going on with my life? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I just, I, I agree. I think eventually Marvel will fall off. I, I, I And not fall off, because that sounds like they're going to fall in quality, but Everyone you does eventually. Keep, yeah. Unless you you're Tom Brady, in which case this... you retire on top, which is annoying. Yeah, absolutely, which is not. Screw like, you, the Tom worst Brady. Idea. How dare you not have a bad season? Yeah, like, what's wrong with you? Uh, I mean, you never had a bad offensive line. But anyway. Um, uh, mm, and Joe Burrow um, just showed us the importance of an offensive line. Yes. Um, but that being said, eventually, other companies are going to come up. Eventually, your fan bases are going to change. People are going to grow. People are going to die. And it's, I just like, for, for instance, whenever we have kids and then they have, and then they have kids, we're going to die. Oh yeah. Eventually we all die. I'm having an existential crisis. (laughs) Eventually like us grow. Cause like Marvel's a big deal for us because in our generation, because like I have a, it's like star Wars for us. I have a vivid memory of seeing Captain America in theater, in theaters, seeing the first Avengers in theaters. Other kids are not going to have that. So it, I'm not going to say because of that, they don't have the, uh, they won't have the passion for the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we did, as we do. Um, Because, see, there's so many factors in this. I don't know, because media sharing is so more, so much more able to be prevalent these days. So, Mm -hmm. so, who knows? Uh, But. I liked all, all, all. There was only one trailer I think this past weekend that I was not a fan of, and that was Lord of the Rings. Doctor Strange has given us a whole nother batch of things that is like, all right, cool, let's get board the hype train, baby, let's go. Uh, hey, let's. I'm gonna look into the back of that frame, pause it here, and see what's going on there because God, I've already seen it. Um, but yeah, like it's just it makes it exciting. We're in February. We're getting ready to go into spring. 
which opens up to as you know the batman the batman this is <laughs> this is how the the year rolls goes into summer i'm just i'm excited we're and then once back. summer hits once summer hits we're almost to halloween and that's just how it goes <laughs> that's just how it goes and then <laughs> and then once halloween hits then it's a new year and then you realize you're one step closer to the grave because time moves too fast for our lives to handle <laughs> Okay, you know what? Oh. We're recording these back to earlier in the in the morning because you're not as sassy in those in, the, in those times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm over this. I'm over. <laughs> I don't know. If this episode does well. We're just bringing the sass more and more. <laughs> That's oh, how that happened. How? What do you guys think? Do you like the sass? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> also, let us know what was your favorite trailer from the Super Bowl? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you care about the Super Bowl? Are you in mourning like the Bengals or the Bungles? Are you celebrating? Are you ramming everything? Um. That's terrible, Pellin. That was bad. Yeah, let's not do that. But <laughs> Hold on. If you like the <laughs> wildness that is us, uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or YouTube. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at Uncharted Media. Help us get to 700 subscribers by the end of the year. That's our goal. And as always, stay sharp, movie guys and gals. <laughs>